know that. This is the Farthest Galaxy of Star Wars podcast. I'm your local scruffy-looking nerf herder, Hunter, and as always, I'm joined by Jedi Master Alex. Hi, everybody. Yeah, man, episode two. Can you believe we finally made it to episode two? <laughs> finally made it. <laughs> finally. it's a, So, I mean, this would technically be our episode three because our trailer episode it's was episode. like, yeah, <laughs> it's not it was a like 40 minutes or whatever. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm happy to be here, for sure. Yeah, we're talking about one of the best Star Wars movies probably of all time. Uh, I think uh, that's a very popular opinion to have. <laughs> it was really good. It, we just, we really just finished watching it. Yeah. As opposed to the last one where it was like, you know, a couple hours in between. We literally turned it off two minutes ago. I mean, we've so. seen it so many times, and I think that was really well evidenced by the fact that we, we were talking like the whole movie. <laughs> we're talking about the but, wars, though. But like, we knew what was happening every time that we right. stopped talking and dropped in, because so, mm-hmm. we've just seen the movie a million times. Yeah. I, I think that this is probably the most popular Star Wars movie. Like, I would say that for sure. For most people. I know it's my brother's like favorite movie. Uh, a, a lot of the people who saw these movies originally in theaters claim that this is the best one. And I think that's fair, right? Because yeah. the, the first movie was... It's very slow. It's yeah. like introducing everything. It, this yeah, is they got to tell you about it. And also Return of the Jedi is like fucking bonkers ridiculous. Well, so. It's not bad. It's just no. like there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's, it's there's just There's the goofy. Sarlacc stuff. And there's goofy. Luke. There's it like, doesn't make a lot of sense. And there's that kick where he misses the guy and the guy goes, oh. Yeah, and the guy goes flying anyway. He force kicks him. That's and, what it is. And, That's the cannon. And blind Han Solo fucking manages to dispatch Boba Fett somehow. <laughs> he shoots him in the jetpack. Boba Fett, where? Bam! It's because it's the Force. He doesn't even shoot him. Oh, no, he hits he, him He turns around and hits him with a stick. It's the Force. That's yeah. what it is. So... So yeah. You guys couldn't tell. We're talking about Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> which is canonically episode five, but as of right now, episode two for us. Yeah. We're talking about them in chronological order. But if you like I mean, Star Wars, you, sh- you should know what's happening anyway. Yeah, you should know what's happening. <laughs> yeah. So we're just switching up the uh, show just a tiny bit because, as you know, this is our second episode. We're just trying to work through the motions. We're still going to do the crawl, but now we have talking points rather than just us riffing. It's mostly going to be riffs, but we got yeah. some talking points to keep us on track. Because we kept going off schedule every once in a while last episode. Well, I, just, I just felt like uh, I was interrupting you while you were trying to read the plot. And Whoa. by breaking it up a little, we can kind of like stop ourselves at a point so we can talk about what we want to talk about and then keep going. Well, also, we were filming through Skype. So it was hard to like, there's a, little bit, there's a little bit of a delay and we can't really see each other even with the cameras. Yeah, you're not so always looking. We're in front of each other right yeah, now. Yeah, you're not so always looking. Better. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> so, I'm going to start off with our crawl. <clears throat> Here we go, folks. It is a dark time for the rebellion. Although the Death Star has been destroyed, Imperial troops have driven the rebel forces from the hidden base and pursued them across the galaxy. Evading the dreaded Imperial Starfleet, a group of freedom fighters led by Luke Skywalker has established a new secret base on the remote ice world of Hoth. The evil Lord Darth Vader. Obsessed with finding young Skywalker, has dispatched thousands of remote probes into the far reaches of space, ellipses. And that is where we get the opening. It always kills me when you read these <laughs> And crawls. I say ellipses? No, because I, I, would say, I would also say ellipses. <laughs> but um, it always kills me when you read these crawls because it takes you like 20 seconds. Yeah. But we're sitting here for like three minutes watching the crawl every time we watch the... Yeah. I'm like, we talked I'm about like, it last this time. is so fucking long. And then like, you actually read it yourself and you're like... You're done. It's like, it's like ten sentences. It's really not it's, that bad. It's, it's literally two paragraphs. Yeah, it, really put it, it's together. really not that bad at all. But it's just something funny that I think uh, was worth mentioning. Again. We'll keep talking about it every time. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it every time. So it's just goofy. It's just one of those goofy Star Wars things, you know. Ugh, so the opening of the movie—that's the Hoth stuff. We get the probes. 
Yeah. That's exciting. You it, said you didn't even remember the probes at the first No, I, I didn't even remember <laughs> the scene where they're shooting the probes. I mean, we should preface for anybody who doesn't understand the timeline. This takes place three years after the previous movie. Which I didn't know. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know about the books, the Marvel books, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And those are like, that's what takes place, those 75 or so issues. Mm-hmm. But three years, I didn't know that. I, I'm, we're going to try to keep, look fo- we should try to keep focused on the... Uh, the movie, for the most part, because know. we know about the comics, yeah. but and, but we will give those stories their uh, time. But for now, we're going to try and keep on the movie as much as possible. We may talk about the comics expanded universe a little bit, just because we know about yeah. it. Especially with this one, but, because of what we had with... Uh, yeah. We were talking about how Vader... That's the first Vader fight we get in this movie. Yeah. But in the comics, they fought in the arc called Vader Down, and they exactly. also fight one other time. Exactly. So it's not as, like, these char- huge. These characters are meeting each other in other points in time. Yeah. And Lando shows this. up to hang out with them, but he doesn't meet Princess Leia, because he meets her here in this one. So mm-hmm. it's like a whole, like, what's going on? Yeah, so so the beginning of the movie, Darth Vader is sending the probe droids out across the galaxy to just to find um, he sends traces. Thousands of these, yeah, things. like a, tons of these things all over the galaxy just to look for the re- uh, rebellion. But mainly, he's looking for Luke. Yeah. He's looking for Luke Skywalker. He knows and, and this is actually something we can talk about because in the comics, in between uh, four and five, he discovers that Luke's last name is Skywalker, mm-hmm. and he's like, "This has to be." This, like, is my kid this has to be my kid. He has this. Just has to be my kid. Because Leia is still Leia Organa, so he doesn't know about Leia. Yeah, and also the way that Luke outflew him in uh, the trench run. Yeah, he's like, whoa, four, someone's he, a better he, pilot than he me. Was like, he was like, what the hell was that? I mean, he was about to get him and all, not for nothing. Yeah, until Han, Han came in, but with his force sensitivity, definitely impressive. So, <laughs> oh, for sure, something cool uh, worth mentioning. Uh, so after that, uh, the probe droids, one of them touches down on Hoth, and it makes the impact in the ground. And the rebels I think are it's like, a meteor. yeah, they're like, they're like, who be that? So, <laughs> so they send uh, Luke to go and check it out all by himself, because he's the guy with the sword on on one time. He's the magic space samurai. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many crazy aliens and things out there in the galaxy. The empire's on our tail every day. Luke, we're gonna send you to go investigate the thing that crash landed out this, in the right? snow all by yourself it's with probably the just a meteor. Yeah, it'll be fine. It's no big deal. We're not gonna send anyone else with me. No, you'll be fine. Okay. No. So, um, Luke gets. Uh, blasted by a wampa. Yeah, he gets ass blasted. <laughs> yeah. Just, poof, right across the face. Tauntaun gets killed and he gets blasted by a wampa into the snow. He gets dragged back to the cave. Um, and what is it? Uh, before... It's like a couple minutes later and then uh, they're like, oh, he hasn't come back yet. Yeah, send yeah. Han. They talk about it for a little bit like in the base and they're like, oh yeah, we're going to send Han. And Leia's like, no, you can't go out there. I don't want to lose you too. And he's like, well, mm-hmm. Luke will probably die if we don't go and get him. Yeah. And I think that was pretty cool, right? Because mm-hmm. it shows you kind of where Han was, like, at the end of 4, where he was like, all right, I'm with these people now. Yeah. And now in 5, like, you can tell, he's really committed to these people. Even though he wants cause. to leave. Even though he's, like, looking to get out of yeah. there, he's committed to the people. Yeah, he not likes the so people, much, not like, the cause. Yeah, not so much the cause. He's in for the people right now. Yeah, we see that when he goes to rescue Luke. Because before, um, like, we know what's happening. Well, what Han knows what's happening. Luke actually managed to escape the Wampa, cutting its arm off. Mm-hmm. He uses the little force trick to get the lightsaber in his hand. Yes, and then cool he scene. sees Obi Wan. Yeah, he has, and he's like, "Hello there." He's like, you, "He's like, go to the Dagobah system and find Yoda." And find Luke's like, man. "And Luke's like, why is this the only time you're talking to me?" Ben? <laughs> well, in the comics, he talks to him. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah, is like sure. you know the first time since episode one that we've seen him talk to him yeah he's like blowing him off for the yeah. rest of the movie too after this pretty much he until... shows up two or three times well he, well he has to talk to yoda first yeah. right like when he, he gets, gets to on to Dagobah, yeah uh, we'll, we'll get there though yeah. so um han goes out into the wilderness and he finds luke passed out in the snow dying of hypothermia yeah. 
and he uh he takes Luke's lightsaber. From he uses the lightsaber, doesn't point at his face. Yeah, like, he, he takes Luke's <laughs> lightsaber, and he's one of the only other non like force sensitive characters well, to pick up and use a lightsaber in the Star Wars movies. Yeah, in the movies. Yeah, for sure. so in those, and I thought that was a pretty cool thing that is just worth talking about. Because I think Afra picks one up in her books too. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there, to there's a ton of people yeah. that get lightsabers in the expanded material. Yeah, like some troopers. Yeah, like a storm <laughs> like a stormtrooper. Part of the bad batch, which is crazy. Yeah, that's gonna be a cool story. Yeah, that'll be fun. And that's that still, five. still doesn't have a conclusion. So that's gonna well, yeah. be really exciting to see. Maybe we'll get that conclusion in the bad batch. Yeah, because we know it takes place after episode it plays during solo, I think. Y- yeah, batch. well it takes place uh, from order sixty six all to the way to yeah, whenever they would close out, but which assumably because they can't Luke die faced, if they're in episode four's comics. Yeah, so. which assumably <laughs> after episode four, if they're around yeah. still, you would think that they would go on for a while. But yeah, we'll see okay. how far the show goes. Yeah. Anyway, they might only get like one season. I hope they get more than one, especially because it's going to be the same Clone Wars team. It's Filoni and the animators. Yeah, so, I mean, crossed. I mean, there's a lot of potential there with that yeah. show. But I, I mean, think that, I, I wouldn't think be surprised if it doesn't go past four seasons. But like because Disney Plus is streaming eventually they'll cancel it and throw them in somewhere else I, I honestly think that we'd be lucky to see Bad Batch get two seasons right wow. because I, there's a lot of people who don't care about the clones who don't care about that stuff right like Star Wars I say a lot of people there's some people. Star Wars fans care about the clones <laughs> yeah. right but there's a lot of people who just don't care well, it's gonna be for kids right? it's, it, the parents are gonna say oh it's animated it's probably for kids it'll be like probably TV 7 or something 7 plus yeah something like that I mean, there'll be obviously like the Clone Wars level of like depth and deaths that happen Happens, but it's not going to be like, you know, chopping arms off and like bleeding everywhere, like in uh, episode four. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I mean that was actually pretty savage. You don't see anything like that, right? Because it's uh, supposed to auto cauterize. Yeah, in the prequels, they cauterized the wounds immediately. Yeah. Like, imagine if Anakin got all of his limbs cut that's off, a, that's how and he was like a bloody mess all yeah. over the place. That's how uh, Darth Maul survived. Yeah, because it was cauterized, and, and then his hatred kept him alive. Because that's how it works. I, I'm so. just gonna say it right now, and I'm gonna say it again when we watch Phantom Menace. Um, he's dead. I love it when Darth Maul falls down the pit, and like he's his falling for fucking... a second, and then his head like hits the wall, and his whole like top torso does like a tumble down the way. Yeah. Like like he hits it, and, and he immediately starts too. like spinning out. I'm like, oh man, that's so goofy to look at. But anyway. Yeah, so Han cuts open the Atantan, mm-hmm. and he goes, Ah, oh, I thought these guys smelled bad on the outside. Oh, I love that one. Yeah, like, what do you think? What do you, what like, do you mean? <laughs> like, like, Han, you have a poop, man. <laughs> it doesn't smell good, and it comes from the Indies. You hang out with you know, Chewbacca. Like, what do you mean? Like, I, I get it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be it's, funny. It's funny. Yeah, it's just a funny throw. It's, it's like, throw oh, it's we're not We're not actually nitpicking here. Yeah, so then he empties out the organs and throws them in there as he builds the shelter. And then sets up the pro uh, the uh, signal to get to. Who the do you think did it better, uh, Luke in this movie or Leonardo DiCaprio in, in the Bear movie? In the, the Bear Revenant? movie, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Since the Revenant was award winning, probably that one. Yeah, you think? I don't think I don't think Mark Hamill won an award for. Yeah, hiding we, the we didn't have to see Mark Hamill like shuddering as he was hiding away from the cold inside of the Tauntaun guts <laughs> covered in they, blood. They just put him in there and went, okay. Also, can we talk about the Tauntaun guts? It's like it's like the human guts, but it's white. like spaghetti. Yeah, it's like white spaghetti. <laughs> it's fettuccine. I'm, I'm like, what is that? It's a spaghetti with Alfredo sauce. I'm like, you got some thick noodles up in your Tauntaun. <laughs> That's the secret, dude. Every animal is Italian food in Star Wars. See, I didn't know that. These are the things that we have to teach each other. Exactly. By the way, I want to clarify something because we taught each other something about the droid speak. It's not bocce. It's not bocce. Bocce is the speak that the merchants use. I thought binary was the droid speak, but they kept saying bocce. It was like, oh, yes. he needs to know bocce because they can't talk to droids, maybe. Yeah. I know even though, Art, even though Luke knows it. But... We just don't want to get ripped up by anybody who actually knew this yeah. stuff. Bocce is the trade speak. I think I knew that at some point. 
Uh, we all did. <laughs> I knew it, and that's why I looked it up. I'm like, this isn't right. It's just, uh, it's, what, what's bocce? Oh, I'm like, bocce is like a game. <laughs> I thought bocce, you said bocce, I think bocce is a game. It is a game. It's one of like you, the croquet like, style Yeah, games. you like hit, I think it is like that. It's like croquet, but, you but throw on horses. It. You throw it. No, I oh, think, yeah, no, you shot I think croquet is croquet, but on, on horses. With horses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's golf with pool balls, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, but you have to like throw them. It's like shot put, but like in a backyard. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, man, Star Wars. So the probe uh, alerts the Imperial fleet uh, to the Rebels' location, and the Empire launches their attack with AT-AT walkers to capture the base, which forces the Rebels to evacuate. I used to call them turtle walkers because they were slow and they were on all fours, even though they looked fair. more like dogs. Do you call them AT-ATs or AT-ATs? Uh, I call them AT-ATs, but if I'm talking to someone who's just like in a quick conversation with, like, oh, the 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 AT-ATs. The AT-ATs, yeah. I've seen, people, I've seen people get like violently defensive over Do they even what call they them anything call in the show, in the movies? Do I'm they pretty say sure what they called? call them the AT-AT. I think they call them what they're actually like called. Yeah, the AT, or yeah, the attack transport. Like all-terrain, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's like all-terrain. Artillery transport, artillery something like that? Yeah, some, yeah, stu- some crazy. Sense. They're carrying stuff. We're just saying words, you know. <laughs> Well, well, we'll correct it next time. It's I okay. also used to call the um the the walkers chicken walkers. Oh, that's what I called them. Yeah, they, that's what they are. They're little chickens. Oh, well, chicken, they're little chicken walkers. That's what they do. <laughs> the chicken walk. I'm glad we call them chicken walkers. Yeah. So um, that's hot... when we see um, what's the face? The uh, the, the general setting up all the uh, turrets and digging oh, yeah. the trenches and stuff. Yeah, that's they're the digging all. Well, I think they already have the trenches dug, but they're uh, they're like setting Set up, up all the, the guns and stuff. And and the weird like fucking. Get to see the nipple gun. Yeah. It shoots at the. Shoots at the Star Destroyers yeah. as the Rebels are escaping. That's cool. The first wave of Rebels are getting out of there. Yeah. Uh, Leia and the others stay behind. The important ones Yeah, stay the behind. important people are staying behind and helping. Han's like, I'm getting out of here. Yeah, he and, keeps saying he's going to leave. He's like, I need Gucci. Yeah, so and, and, then, and then 3PO's like, oh, Princess Leia is, needs your help. He's like, I don't want to talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, oh, she refuses to leave until everybody's evacuated. And he's like, he's oh, like, well, she's it. stupid. So now I have to go and help. <laughs> stupid woman. <laughs> you know, like, because that's like the kind of vibe. That, that's by the way. I just want to say that's the vibe that Han Solo is giving off the entire time. Even though Leia's like super capable and super smart, I mean, they're just like ah, women. Am like, I right? You can tell like the romantic scenes were written by a bunch of dudes in a room together. Because, I love you. I know because every time Han Solo like says something douchey to Leia or something, she's yeah. like into it. She's, she's like, like, this is great. He's so hot, and he treats me like a piece of shit. I'm like, I'm like, why? Are, I'm like, why is she like this? I'm like, I get it. badass otherwise. I'm like, I get it. He's good looking. His like, he's suave, right? He's and, a little bit and bad. He, he's he bad kinda, Yeah, he like matches her a little bit in the challenge. But he's also like an fucking a douche. He's like <laughs> he's a total douchebag. But I, I mean, ultimately, we all love seeing them together at the end. Oh, yeah. At the end. they have the kid. Yeah, so... Uh, I just love their their whole dynamic. I do think it's they a little. Have kid, they have been. <laughs> I do think it's a little uh, messed up. Like all the times he like kind of corners her, and he's like, well, that, that, "That's like that high school being on the yeah, locker movie." Yeah, I mean, know? it's a very like '80s movie yeah. type thing Let's that, that you really don't see a lot anymore. Yeah. You know, because obviously now we're in the very midst of the women's movement. Oh yeah, and it continues to go on. Go women. Yeah, totally fine. Dude, have you seen Cara Dune? She's fucking kicking ass. Dude, she does kick ass. We love yeah. her. I saw this uh, post, I think I said it to you this morning. It was like, you complain about Rey because she's not a strong female character, but it's like, Star Wars, we know strong female characters. Literally everybody. I think Rey's still good. I, I'm I, not like, saying Rey. She's not, I like Rey. I'm not saying she's not. Yeah, I like Rey. But that's what everybody says. 
And Ray sucks because she's just a Mary Sue, and then she's not actually strong. And no, no Star Wars fans know what strong female characters are. I think are, it's and like, unfair, and this is actually a good time <laughs> to talk about this. I think it's unfair to call Ray a Mary Sue when Luke trains with Yoda for two weeks and then decides he has what it takes to go and fight Darth Vader. Now, granted, <laughs> that's fair. He loses, right? And people he say very like, hard. "How did Ray beat Kylo Ren?" It's like, did you guys distracted? miss the part where? His mom cheats. Let's talk about episode seven where Han takes Chewbacca's bow caster and shoots dudes with it, Mm -hmm. and it makes this huge explosion that sends them flying. Kylo Ren took one of those to his gut. It's like, it's really not that hard to believe that maybe he wasn't doing too good in that fight at the moment. And also, she had help from Finn as well. And also the planet exploding and like rubble and like earthquakes and stuff. He tried. Yeah, he tried. He tried. That's, that's all like matters because in the other movies he doesn't try that hard. Yeah, I straight up thought that she killed Kylo Ren when she in the like, first one. Him in the fa- I was like, did she just fucking kill him? I was like, <laughs> like whoa! I was like, is that it? I was like, is Snoke now going to be like the bad guy? <laughs> nope. No, man, it's got to be <laughs> it's got Ben. It's Ben. So they couldn't have killed Ben in the first no. movie. Been crazy. I mean, that would have been pretty hardcore. That would have been like a crazy. I don't think, I don't think Leia would have actually like liked Ray at that point. I think she would have been like, "You killed my baby. That's fucked." Yeah, that would have been messed up. But that would have made for a really interesting series of dynamic. It would have been something cool. Maybe Ray could have gone to the dark side, and then Luke would have had to come back and be the Jedi that we all wanted him to be. Right. But we're not going to talk. We're about talking that. about five. Yeah, we're, we're talking, talking about something else. Let's get back to five. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where uh, Han and Leia escape with C three PO with Chewbacca on the Millennium Falcon, the fastest hunk of junk in the galaxy. Yeah, man, we love. But them. the hyperdrive is broken, so they hide on an asteroid field, and it happens to be a monster. That's, and then it says where shit. Han and Leia become romantic amidst the tensions. Yes, <laughs> that's what, okay. So we should also mention that we took this from Wikipedia. Well, yeah, because we're this is, we're separating the talking points. By yeah. like paragraphs yeah stuff. I just broke it up into bullet points mm-hmm. so that we could talk about it uh, so yeah they're in the cave dude that's all goopy and gross like yeah, you hear the them you hear them squish down it's like I, like, Ooh. I never realized the. I think they're called Minox those things that are they're, flying around in there or whatever they're called uh, one of them lands down onto the glass and it, like fucking mouth jizzes <laughs> yeah. like all over the glass. I'm like, that is horrible. Yeah, it's gross. And then she goes, there's something on the ship. And I'm like, there's a lot on the ship. Yeah, like, that's they're like terrible. everywhere, but that's disgusting. Yeah. yeah, so it's revealed that they're in like a giant space penis. They're in a worm. They're <laughs> yeah, it's they're big, in hairy, and pink. Han shoots at the Minox, Rhinox, floating and, jizz and monsters. One hits the outside one of the hit, wall. Yeah, one hits the wall. Shakes. And Han's immediate like uh, huh. thought is, oh, let me do that again. Shoot the ground. <laughs> let me shoot it. Let me shoot the ground and see if we get a Instead of just being like, yeah, maybe we should just leave. This is bad. Yeah, this we is bad. should go. He's like, let me test the waters. It's like, you stupid ass. You're like an idiot. <laughs> you stupid schmuck. So, yeah, they get out and they uh, they pretty much fly away after. Yeah, I think he- they that's plan to head much. to Cloud City, right? Yeah, I think that's pretty much the point. That's where, their um, whole plot. Them leaving Hoth and going to Cloud City to meet up with Luke. Because Luke knows to meet them in Cloud City when he's done from Dagobah. Yeah, I, I actually, I wanted to mention it when they were back on Hoth after they bring uh, Luke back. Mm-hmm. When uh, Leia... He's in the diaper. Yeah, he's in the diaper. <laughs> and then Leia kisses him, right? Just, but that's just to show off in front of fucking Han. Yeah, just to show Luke off. leans back and with he does his the lean back. Then. Yeah, which calls him a nerfer, you know, so... Oh, that's the best line. And then they have there. this moment, right, where they kiss. And it's kind of like a mutual thing until... Uh, I think it's 3PO that shows up, right? And he's like, hello there! <laughs> and, they're, right. and they're like, really, dude? <laughs> um, 
So, and then later at the end of the movie, she kisses Luke again for some like reason. Like a small little baby kiss. Which, like, which I feel like is just a throwaway thing that I, didn't really I need to be a part of it. I kind of always knew. I really think that this scene on the Falcon kind of solidifies that Han and Leia are going to be like a couple. Oh, yeah. Right? Because it's like she gave in to whatever he was throwing down, whether or not it was like too suggestive <laughs> or he was like forcing her into it or whatever. She fucking like went along with it and then she was kind of doing the flirty thing with him the whole yeah. time and continued with it after, right? Well, there's she, that whole scene in the Hoth section where she's like, why are you following me around? It's because you like me. I know the feelings you yeah. got. And she's like, oh, you're, you're a good person. It's like, no, there's other feelings. And yeah. I know it. And he was just like serving it up hot. And I was like, okay. I think that's also kind of part of the problem I have with Solo, right? Because mm-hmm. I didn't need to see his relationship with Kira. Kira. Because I know where, that he ends up with Leia. I mean, it's cool to see that and he's always been a little suave and yeah. he likes the same style of but strong women. I could have just assumed that that's what he was like, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't need to see, like, oh, my heart got broken, so have now you, this is what I'm like. Have you seen Han's <laughs> fake wife in the comics yet? Yes. Yeah, she's dope. That. Yeah, she, she shows, shows up. She's like, "I'm she Han's wife," and I was like, like, "What?" She's like, "We're married." I'll, and then they leave you on a cliffhanger. I'm like, "Excuse you." That was a whole month of cliffhanger. Yeah. I was like, what the? And fuck? then the next issue comes in. And she's like, like, "We did it for a heist." She's like, yeah, we did it for a heist, and we never got divorced. And she's like, "You owe me." She hangs out for like the whole yeah. Like, she, the whole she book. Chills for a she's bit. cool though. That was cool. Empire. I forgot her name though. I don't want to call her Jaina because that's the one from Nine. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she's the uh, chick that Lando hits on right at the end, or maybe it's his daughter. We don't know. That's I, really, that's I really don't know. Anyway, so uh, we see, what is his face, Vader summoning a bunch of the bounty hunters. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we know where Han Solo is. And they're like, Han Solo, you say, Jabba's, Jabba's bounty? You're going to pay us and he's going to pay us? Is it double payday? <laughs> Sounds awesome. All of them show up. We see Dengar, IG-88, Forlom, Bosk, Boba, and Vlosk. I have, like, all of them. You can see them all sitting yeah, on all speeder. Yeah. They're all up there. Yeah. What's the dude with the... Vuckus? I don't, I don't really know the bounty hunters all I know before. all of them except for the weird, like, bug one. I, think it's like I, I only or... know, like, Bosk, IG, Boba Fett, and Dengar. You actually told me something about IG that I didn't know, which we'll yes. get to when we get to the uh, the Scrap Heap yeah, stuff on Cloud cool. City. Yeah, so Vader goes, all right, you guys need to follow uh, Han, you know, and then he'll lead us to Luke, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it cuts away to Dagobah scenes where Luke crashes down. Yeah, Luke, that's actually something I think is kind of goofy, right? You would assume that Luke has probably landed <laughs> on some, like, nefarious situations mm-hmm. before. Yeah. But he gets to this planet, and he just straight up crash lands. Oh, now, you could tell me it's, like, the Force or the Fog or whatever. It's he like, lands but, suspiciously near Yoda. Yeah, like... It, like it's too coincidental. It, it, it's, just, it's just a weird thing. For what me. are the odds? It's Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Maybe they talk about it, like, in one of the comics, and I just, like, didn't see it or whatever. It's entirely but, possible. Yeah. Yeah, it was just because he's like, oh man, uh, I'm going down, and then he like hits a tree. I'm like, you're going to a swamp planet that's covered in fog. Like, what were you thinking? Wouldn't you try to find a secure landing zone? He's like, oh, the atmosphere is too cloudy for that though. It, it fucks up with the radar. And then Archer's like, bleep bleep, or whatever yeah, Archer like, does. You're gonna tell me that there's no like high ground that's like just sticking out of the mist <laughs> the that you could land on? Luke, you must find the high. I wish Obi Wan was more into the high ground in this tr- in this trilogy, where he's like, Luke, you have to find the high ground to land on Dagobah. Luke, when you fight Vader, make sure you have the high ground. It'll <laughs> piss him off (laughs) (laughs) he'll try to jump over you and that's when you get him tell him you have the high ground it'll be so funny you underestimate my power (laughs) I'll show up to the fight with some popcorn (laughs) I'll hang out in the back with Sidious I'll use my force powers to send Yoda there doesn't Obi-Wan Kenobi know Palpatine and Sidious the same person or no does he not I think it was just Mace Windu and Anakin right I think um, I think he does come you should say something come that time right because he sees he, he sees Darth Sidious, Palpatine talking to Anakin on the hologram, right? Yeah. So 
I would think that he would see his face. We're at that shrouded time. in darkness. Yeah, but I mean, they sound exactly the but same. But he's got like literally a hologram of him in front of him right now. Yeah. It's like all you have to do is like turn around yeah. and like, yeah. see, oh, there he is. Like, <laughs> that's that's Palpatine. <laughs> and, and literally, Yoda fights him. Yeah. And he's like, oh, so it's you, you dick. <laughs> so I would imagine that Obi Wan <laughs> has that knowledge at that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely think so. Yeah, so we get to see Luke's little training montage, uh, but Probably not like two weeks, two and a half weeks yeah, of training. But not before we see sausages. Oh yeah, <laughs> Luke's. That's like a little joke that we have together. It, I think it's like a breadstick or something. It, but... It's a protein log, you said, or something like that. Oh, I was just making shit up. Oh, yeah, well, that made sense to me because it was like, rations, like protein logs. So. It was some of his rations that he had to get before his ship sunk into the bog. Yeah, the fucking the first when uh, Yoda just shows up right after Luke's uh, ship sinks. Someone's sex, watching us. Yeah, <laughs> points a gun in his face, and Yoda has a little freak out, yeah. and then he's like, all right. Maybe you're not so bad, little green guy. And Yoda jumps off the log and he immediately starts eating Luke's food. And I've always been like, maybe it's a sausage or a taquito. It's like Yoda hasn't had real food in so long. He's been eating snakes and frogs. Yeah, he's just excited to get something. Yeah, he does what Grogu does. He just sucks on a frog. <laughs> I like to lick the toads. Yeah, he's just, he's just happy to be here, man. And then R2's like, I recognize you, but I don't. And I'm like, R2, come on, man. If you could speak, not in binary. We'd have so, so much of this plot solved. I mean, you would think, because Luke can understand him, right? Yeah. So, it is weird now. because Thinking back. Yeah, think like having that point that, mm-hmm. why doesn't R2 so say long? anything? Like, why doesn't he say anything? Well, because you, you made note, I think in the first episode that we did, where it was like, oh, maybe um, R2's mind has to be like... Yeah, maybe he's got to like delete storage. Delete some storage yeah. to like hold on to some information, because he's like, you know, got disks and stuff, mm-hmm. like floppies, yeah. instead of having like a hard drive. I, I mean, it would make sense. Like, a machine can only hold so exactly. much, even if See, it is... See, really holds good. so much, but they also like shut him down, and he yeah, gets his sh- mind erased all the time. Like, like, I would imagine, like, when he goes, oh, I'll be shutting down, it's like to either save he's power like or to save on like, like space, right? He's updating Microsoft Windows. <laughs> yeah, he's updating <laughs> C-3PO Windows. <laughs> he shuts down a lot. Dude, I love how in this mo- in the first movie, he's like, oh, I don't want to die, please. And he's like, oh, kill me, it's fine, I'll sacrifice myself. And then, after he gets shot and blown up, he's like, I'm not ready to die. I'm not ready to die. He's like in pieces, dead yeah. already. <laughs> I'm not ready to die. It's like, you're already done, bro. Yeah. It's already over, man. Yeah, so after Luke's little training montage, he goes off into the, uh, like, cave to fight his fears, and Leota goes, you don't need your weapons. He goes into the forest cave. Weapons you will not need. Yeah, and um, be- because he wants him to kind of like accept face the fact that, hey man, you can you may be able to face your problems head on, but maybe facing them head on with weapons and with force isn't always the best way to go about. And it. we see that. And Luke is like, insane. "You're stupid." He's like, "I'm gonna need this to pass my test." And Leota's like, "Yeah, okay." So Luke <laughs> goes into the cave, and then he faces Darth Vader in yeah. quotes. And dude, that scene where they set it up where it's like slow motion, like doo, doo, doo. it is pretty cool. intense as a child. It, it's pretty. It's pretty. You see cool. Vader show up because he just happens, like he just. How did he get to Dagobah? We didn't even get to see that. We like, just saw him searching for him ten minutes ago. Watching it now, it's not like as intense as it used to be. But when I was no, a kid, I remember that being like a trippy ass scene. Yeah, you were like, so "Whoa!" Yeah, so he cuts his, he cuts off Darth Vader's head. Yeah, he and then kills that, him in two swipes. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, okay." And then the helmet explodes, and we see Luke's face. Mark Hamill's face shoved through the yeah, floor. Yeah, shoved through the floor <laughs> in, into the helmet that's like glued to the bottom of the set. So. <laughs> Uh, and that's like meant to symbolize that if this is how you treat all your problems, you're just going to become this guy. Yeah, you're going to become this is how what you hate the up. most or what you fear the most, which yeah. is like the scourge of the galaxy. Yeah. Scourge. If you face all of your problems with violence and chaos, then you're going to be treated with violence and chaos. Yeah. And you'll end up just like that that's guy. That's the way of the force is. Yeah, you're going to end up just like your poppy, but he don't know that yet, that it's him poppy. But he will soon. 
So, um... Yeah, and then, uh, he tries to... Uh, Obi-Wan shows up, and he's like, dude, stop not listening to Yoda. Yoda knows what's up. Right, because he senses his friends may be in danger. Yeah. So he decides, I have to get out of here to go and save my and friend. He lift up the ship. Yeah, and he can't get the ship up. And, and he's, he's like, this is impossible. He, he says that, he goes, this is impossible. I can't do this. And then Yoda does it, and he goes, he goes, uh, I don't believe it. And Yoda says my favorite line in the movie. He goes, "That is why you fail." I'm like, that is such a like cool like if you if you don't believe that you can do it, you'll never be able to do oh, it. Oh, that was Donnie Yen's whole thing in yeah, the one. Yeah, exactly. And where do you think he got it from when he was yeah. a young Jedi youngling <laughs> in the temple learning it from Yoda? Yeah, you try to convince me he's not a Jedi. I'm just gonna fight you on it all. Day. I wouldn't be surprised if um, no oh, God, I'm gonna have a brain fart again. Uh, there's a scene where. Luke is... I'm not even going to continue. Let's just skip it. Okay. I'm not going to try. Maybe I'll figure it later. <laughs> so after they lift the X-Wing out and um, he flies away, we see uh, Han invades the Imperial fleet except for uh, Boba Fett, mm. who ends up following him because like, we're going to hide behind the trash compactor wait till mm. they dump their shit so the debris blocks our way because the warp drive is still gone. Boba Fett learned that trick from Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. From where, though? Uh, presumably they did it when in the like, Bounty Hunter the, the story at some point. Yeah. yeah. Eventually we'll get it. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm waiting for that. Hopefully we'll get that solo show. Maybe well, the Lando, Lando show will Lando be that. Show. Maybe well, it'll the Lando be that show is supposed to be show. like like that would be great. Yeah. I, I want to see that. the spice run where he drops it off and then I, gets. I'd be trouble. okay with seeing Alden Ehrenreich again as Han. He was good. He was good. People say he wasn't, but he was. He was fine, man. Yeah, man. He was the good. casting was good in that movie. The movie just happened to have meh directing. Yeah, so they make their way to um Cloud, to City. Cloud City to go and, on Bespin. Yeah, to go and um meet up with Lando and uh, he can fix uh, the warp drive or yeah, has people that can do he it. wants them to fix the hyperdrive so that they hyperdrive can keep evading the, um, the, Imperials. the Imperials and eventually meet up with the re- rebellion again mm-hmm. but uh, lo and behold the good friend Lando is not such a good friend he struck a deal with Darth Vader to well Vader forces his hand yeah well, well he does but, that's but, what we find out later but, but not for nothing it also would have been beneficial to him be, in his original dealing because they were like if you do this for us, then we're just going to leave your operation alone forever. Yeah. But it ultimately ends up getting changed for Lando when he's like, I'm leaving people here. I'll alter the deal. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're going to stay here and we're going to kind of like take over your operation yeah. now. And Lando's like, what? Are you kidding me? That's not part of the deal. Yeah, like, you can do that slack. now. <laughs> so uh, Vader's plan is to freeze Luke in carbonite, but he needs to know that Luke won't die upon the freezing process. So, so Boba says, uh, Boba's let's like, do it for Han. Yeah, we'll use Han. Jabba wants him dead or alive. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So even if he's in carbonite he's dead, Jabba can still hang him up on his fucking mantle and be like, that's Han Solo. Fuck with me. You get happy. That happens. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> so. Even they keep him in the basement, though, instead of like a trophy room. All that's kind of weird. Yeah, they, they put Han into the fucking carbonite. and um, they I freeze, love you. Yeah, I, the, know. I love you. I know. You're <laughs> the best. Oh, <laughs> so good. And uh, Boba Fett loads Han up, and mm-hmm. they're walking through the hallways, and Luke finally shows up. And finally. Luke starts walking through the corridors. He's looking for his friends. He can't find them. And there's one really cool scene that we were talking over, and we missed it. And I miss it every time because I'm always talking when it comes on. It's. Boba Fett is walking through the hallway, like, following at the back of the group that's moving Luke's friends. Yeah. And Luke is, like, there. We're looking at Luke in the shot, and he's looking around the corner, and he, like, gets up against the wall, and Boba Fett just does this little head nod, like, like he heard him. Yeah, he's like, oh. He's like, oh. But he doesn't, like, look. He doesn't, like, turn his head or anything. He just does, like, a little... 
like nod, like oh, I got you. Yeah. And then like literally two seconds later, when Luke runs to the end of the hallway, Boba's he right catches there. a shot from fucking Boba Fett <laughs> right on the yeah. edge. That's good bounty hunter. I'm like, that is such great. Like that's just good screenplay yeah. in general. That that was just a really cool scene to we're, watch. We're led we're led to believe he's one of the best bounty hunters. I would think that he probably is. Right? Probably, I mean, I think he probably I is. Say is. He gets kind of fucked up by you know blind blind Han Solo. Yeah, so. that that could be chalked up just to bad writing. That's at true. the end of the day. <laughs> You, you know, gotta get rid of Boba Fett, but how? And I ah, think that's why a lot of people like Empire Strikes Back, because it's just a better screenplay. Yeah. It just has things that make more sense. Mm-hmm. Like, even I can agree that Han Solo being blind and knocking into Boba Fett's jetpack. Like, why wasn't Boba Fett looking at Han? Yeah. I'm too focused on Luke. He hears Luke, like, rub up against the wall in Empire, and in Six, he can't hear Han Solo goes, I can't see, where's Boba? He can't hear Han Solo's <laughs> Boba Fett! He's <laughs> standing right. Boba Fett, where? <laughs> Uh, we just, we skipped over the scene where um, C-3PO finds out about the Imperial oh, right. Assault first. Mm-hmm. And he gets blown to pieces by one gunshot. A little crazy. And then Chewbacca finds it, him I in the I think it's a couple. Heap. We hear a couple, like, blasts. Yeah. He still gets to- yeah, he thrown to pieces, pieces. And then gets thrown in the scrapyard. Which it's amazing seeing. that he doesn't get, like, shredded. His body yeah. is actually, like, intact. Mm-hmm. He just gets He's torn pops. apart. Yeah. And then we see uh, the uh, IG-88, which you told me that Boba Fett yes. got him. And one of the side stories, Boba Fett... Uh, uh, IG-88 like gets to Cloud City first and he's looking to intercept Han and Boba Fett gets there and he's like nope Solo's leaving with me and he kills IG-88 and throws him to the scrap I thought it was just another IG unit because we know since Mando there's more than one yeah no well that's what I, like I said I thought that for a long time too and I was really interested when I saw that story I was like that's really cool yeah. like seeing I wish I we got that I know a lot of people hate it when these things happen because they're like it makes they the universe feel smaller yeah. right I'm like I don't care I like my pocket of the universe yeah like I, there's Star Wars is cool because there are so many different differentiating stories. It's yeah. like, but when they want to tie something in, I'm all for it yeah. because there's so much different. Look at the stuff. Mandalorian; they tie like everything into that show. You know, you want to see something that's completely different. Read the Doc Afra comics. Yeah. It's like they may tie into Darth Vader and stuff. Just, but I mean, how can you escape this? It's, it's one galaxy. Yeah. You know, it's like it's the all in, like, the, the main events of a galaxy, yeah. right? And we're gonna focus on the most interesting characters in that galaxy. No one cares about the kid who sweeps up. Crap the poop on the casino planet. Yeah, like who cares? I mean, Ryan Johnson cares. Ryan Maybe Johnson we'll thought we would care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we see. Uh, oh, that's what the line I was gonna say. I saw Luke in the dark side. Luke uh, asks Yoda how like if the dark side is strong and like oh, yeah, how do people get tempted to it? Yeah. And we were like, well, kind of, because they can choke people and use lightning, mm-hmm. so it's kind of strong. And like, oh, maybe, maybe it's stronger. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's a little bit stronger because they're fighting with their emotions. But yeah. at the same time, we've seen they're fighting with rage mostly. We've seen what can happen, right? When Anakin was fighting Obi Wan, and he just wasn't paying attention. Yeah, he was so got, focused on the end goal of winning the fight that he, he, he made mistakes mm-hmm. and he got beat. So. That's what Yoda kind of is telling Luke. He's like, no, it's not strong. You fight with he's anger. Like, he's like, you may feel stronger, and you may be stronger in that moment, but if you make a mistake, it's going to cost Your you. Your eyes will turn yellow. You know, you can, <laughs> you can end up hurting the people you care about. There's actually, um, I think it's one of like the High Republic thing, or Old Republic games mm-hmm. or whatever. There's a cinematic trailer of these two brothers who are the son of this Dark Empire Lord. This oh, dark, yeah, that, that's the setup for, yeah. I think, the second one. Yeah, and... Uh, one of the brothers, he grows very frustrated with the father and stuff. And one day he's just had enough and him and his brother, they're in the room. He goes to attack the father who, and his brother goes to stop him. He's like, no, you can't kill our father. Don't like, do that. <laughs> and, and the brother just loses it in the dark side. And his other brother's trying to defend himself and he kills him. 
And and then like he kind of comes back off of it, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Oh my god, I killed my brother!" And that's when the father walks up. He's like, "We have work to do. Like now you're good enough. Now that you've killed your brother, yeah. and now that you've given into the dark side, you're good enough." So yeah. they're showing you like this is the kind of thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. You could lose yourself. Yeah, and your you emotions. Could, you could take things away from yourself. I mean, you look at all. Look at Anakin. Like you said, he killed his wife too. With, who was with child? Killed his wife, <laughs> lost his limbs, and became a slave to like the most Chad dude in the universe. <laughs> I am the space Chad. Oh, you were so much cooler when you had limbs. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, we get uh, Luke. Uh, Luke shows up and then tries to fight Darth Vader, and that's when he loses his hand. That's the whole yeah, scene we're at now. Yeah. Luke experiences, uh, yeah, the premonition, then suspended in carbonation. Luke arrives. Carbonation. <laughs> Car- yeah, that's what it is. Carbon- Carbonate. Carbonation is the process. You get carbonated, bro. Carbonation is the process of putting I bubbles know. into the drinks. They put bubbles into people. I think it's just freezing in carbonate. Oh, it's not carbonation. carbonation. You've been carbonated. Carboniting, yeah. You've You're been carbonate. Carbonate. There you go. Something stupid like Carbolit. that. Carbolit. Carbolit. Nice. <laughs> Lando uh, ends up... Uh, still loyal to Han, frees Leia and Chewie while um, Luke is fighting Vader. Mm-hmm. And then Han and, not Han, uh, Leia and them try to go stop the slave one from leaving while Luke fights Vader, loses hand. That's when we get the big reveal that he is your father, Skywalker, all that Ben stuff. This is like, the, this is the end. Yeah. We're in the end game now. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. We get to that point and you're like, oh man, the movie's almost over, right? I'm like, no, it's like another half hour. And, and you believe like, no. me for a second. Because, dude, it's Star Wars. You were like, that's fake. <laughs> I was like, that's fake news. You yeah, can't no. tell me that. we got another half hour. Yeah, so uh, Luke finds out that Vader's his father, and we finally get to have that whole little thing. It's a good fight, too. Yeah. He, they sucks, it sucks him out of the window, and he's like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well that, that's before he uh, cuts his hand off. Yeah, but, yeah. but it's still really cool. <laughs> and, and it's cool because Darth Vader reaches out, and he's like, now join me. Like, he's like, come on, we, we can stop the Empire. He's like, uh, He says, the Emperor is seeing a vision of you killing him. You can stop him. But if you team up with me, mm-hmm. we can do it and rule the galaxy. Yeah, we can do it together. Yeah. And I think it's really impressive the decision that Luke makes just to he's jump. Like, Peace. He's like, he's like, <laughs> I don't know what happens next after this, but anything, uh, even dying, would be better than going along with you yeah. and becoming what you fucking are. Bold. Which is a very, very hardcore statement to make in yeah. a movie like this. You know, he's like, I'd rather just fall to my death in Cloud City than join you, Father. Peace. Yeah, our, our main, then, our main. Then he character. like gets sucked into like a weird hole, and I thought it was maybe like force manipulation. Like he was like, oh, I'm gonna get sucked in. I, I think that was just kind of like the wind tunnel thing. That's too happening, lucky for him. You though. know, but also like the way he was falling, right? It's like he didn't fall necessarily straight. He kind of like he was like he kind of like did like a little jump yeah. off, so he could have like been. I, I, don't, I don't know. That that's just '80s movie effects, you know. I, I don't really know what to call that. If you want to chalk it up to the Force, though, I would be okay. I would say the Force would make sense. I'd be okay with that. Uh, so Luke disbelieves is true, drops into the air shaft, and he gets ejected into uh, the floating city where he grabs a hold of an antenna. Dude, he, with one hand, and you're falling. You catch yourself by your legs and go, and lift yourself yeah, up, that's and you hang out there. And then you chill there for a little bit. <laughs> you don't know if your friends are coming to get you. You know what the funny thing is? He's, like, sitting I mean, he up. reaches out telepathically to Leia, but, like, that's not the same. He's, like, sitting up, and you would think he would sit up for the rest of the time, but then he, like, just Climbs. falls back down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he, like, hangs from his legs again and, like, starts to pass out. I'm yeah. like, how is he not, like, unclenching his legs right now <laughs> and falling to his death? <laughs> yeah, it says he reaches out telepathically to Leia, who senses him and persuades Lando and Chewie to turn back to go get him. Yes. After he's brought on board, they are chased by TIE fighters towards Vader on the Star Destroyer and find the Falcon's hyperdrive has been sabotaged by... By who? Who sabotages it? It was, um... 
the Lando's people. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or the stormtroopers, right? Because Lando was like, later. I have my people fix it. Yeah. But obviously they were being detained by troopers mm. who were went and futzed with it. Okay, everything. yeah. So then, then they R2 had to, fixes it. Yeah, R2 had to fix it up. Because R2's like the G. Mm-hmm. And then they zip away, and then I and then I went the van and ab, and there's like ten minutes left. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's when Luke, uh, Vader starts doing his like mind talk with yeah, Luke. That's the first force Skype we really get. Yeah, he, he's like, you know, you can't escape your fate. And he's then like, Obi-Wan you're gonna have to Obi-Wan? join me. He's like, we're gonna meet again at some point. You yeah. have to join me. And all Luke can think about is Obi Wan. Why didn't you tell me? And all the why everyone, are you a liar? and all everyone else who saw that movie for the first time ever is like, why didn't Obi Wan tell him <laughs> when they were sitting in the sand hut together? And why he was didn't? saying it like he was a completely different person. <laughs> and George Lucas is like, well, I didn't write it at the time, so maybe but that it was different. To Look at episode it. six before we edited it to be Hayden Christensen. It was a dude. It was a random guy. Do you know anything? It was about David Prowess was without t- the makeup on. <laughs> <laughs> or my uncle. I forgot. It was me. I'm Darth Vader. <laughs> I'm Anakin Skywalker. Go George. We love George. George is the best. I'd love to I love that George. George. The scene you sent me, George, in the background of a random documentary. With the like, Metal Gear music that comes on. He walks into like a building. Yeah, dude. And he knows better than to do that. He looked directly at the camera. I was like, why would you do that? He's so fucking funny, man. George is no G. We see then Luke rejoins the Rebel fleet with his severed hand replaced by a robotic prosthetic. Lando and Chewie with Han's clothes, <laughs> with Han's clothes fly away to go save Han, or at least set it up, and the other Rebels watch the Falcon depart. Yeah, they actually do right then and there set up the beginning of the next movie. So we have to actually... Well, and the comics. Yeah, we gotta look at uh, how Cause, far... Because you said four and five is three years. Yeah. I think between five and six is like a couple months because I they think, have to yeah, find it's supposed Java. to be like three or four months or something like yeah. that which is why I was like it's kind of weird now to have that line right but but Luke also says Chewie give me the signal when you're ready right like I'll see you guys in a few months almost I guess it's kind of yeah. like the vibe like we're not going to be meeting up again until I build my lightsaber oh it says uh, return takes place a year after uh, Empire oh okay so it's a year so they don't find Han for a year even though they know where Jabba's base is Kind of bullshit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the comics would retcon that line then, because Luke has to, because Luke goes and gets that Temple Guard lightsaber in the comics, yeah, the yellow one. and then he comes back, and I'm pretty sure Lando is in that comic book at the ending of it, like with all the rebels and stuff. Maybe I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to double check that. Yeah, we we still have to even read that comic, but yeah, <laughs> that's not coming for a good like maybe year of this podcast, boys. Yes. Unless we end up going, you know, we change the schedule up a little bit. Because we have, like, bonus episodes you want to do, like, rewriting the trilogies. And, That's like, going to be a lot Talking some stuff. Off. I know. I, I wouldn't want to do that one until we've actually rewritten all three. The, all three yeah, of them. no. Yeah. But, like, there's, like, episodes that don't fit into our prime time schedule right now to, like... So we could easily go, all right, we don't want to cover Legends this week. Let's cover a new Marvel book because you're excited yeah. to read the next volume. Or yeah, sure. I don't want to talk about this video game. I mean, any time like, a Darth Vader comic comes out, I'm going to want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, we got four in a row, essentially. Yeah. So you will have some fun with that. That's, Sith, that. that's uh, Sith Imperial or whatever. That's going to be a good time. Yeah, Sith Machine of the Imperial or something like that. All right, so that's uh, pretty much the whole plot of the movie, everything yeah. that happened. Uh, What's your takeaway from Empire Strikes Back? I, I think that a lot of people give this movie... And, like, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker, they give it a lot of credit mm-hmm. now because they have Return of the Jedi, and I think they remember a lot of the things we get in Return of the Jedi. There's right? a lot in Empire, though. There is a lot in Empire, but We get introduction also, of Boba Fett. Well, the real introduction of Boba Fett. Yeah. We get Darth Vader being more badass with his lightsaber than he was in the first one. Mm-hmm. We get 
Luke, Han, and Leia doing actual things rather than walking around and doing nothing. I, I think this is a really cool like Besides stopover the, the movie, right? Fight. Because at the end of the last movie, they were in such a good position, and you're like, they oh, got man, awards and they stuff. Destroyed, and it just ends. You're like, they destroyed the Death Star, right? Like, That's they, why they, it's three they years won. later. Like they beat yeah. the Empire. They mm -hmm. did it. They won. And then we get to the beginning of this movie, and they're like, we're hiding from the Empire on a snow because well, they found them three years it's, later. It's like That's what it is. it's like so that was just like a small battle. It's like that wasn't even like shit. It's like oh man, we lost our space station. Yeah. And I, on to the next thing. And I think that's why um, the comic books that Marvel did is it was such a good idea for them. Because if you go back and read the Dark Horse comics when they first acquired the license, I mean, some of the old Marvel books from like when Marvel first started out with Star Wars, like way back in the day, had like some in betweens, and now they're considered legends, but they're also canon. It's dumb. But they have like a lot of the Dark Horse stuff didn't really explain what happened in between. There's like every once in a while, there's like, here's what a Rogue Squadron did in between four and five before they die or something. Yeah. But like. These Marvel comics had a good idea. Like the guys behind the the, the scenes were like, "Let's tell the." There's three years of what happened, mm -hmm. and then there's a year between five and six. Like, what are we going to tell in between these timelines? Yeah, I, I would. I would. I I was, was uh, what I was also saying is, um, at the end of the last movie, because they ended off in such a good position, it's cool to see at the end of this movie they got like fucked. Oh yeah, like they were not doing. They good lost their in guy. They lost the. <laughs> they, they lost their guy. They lost a hand, and. The Empire, like, like knows where Luke is. And, like, yeah, yeah, they blew they're, up They're off. chasing yeah. Luke. Luke doesn't have his lightsaber anymore, you know. He lost a hand. It's a, yeah. There's so many bad things that happen to our heroes in this movie, and I think it's just a cool... because you're like a sour note. Because you're like, what's going to happen now? And also you have this, like, pull now with Luke at the end of the movie where Darth Vader's in his head, dude. right? It's like, and he's like... Why he's got his people, two ghost dads. Yeah, the people who have been teaching me, right? They didn't even like tell me the truth. So, like in your even, mind, even like, um, what's gonna Yoda happen next? Like, doesn't say anything. Yeah, it's, you're like, what's gonna happen? Yoda definitely you? knows. And, and I think that that's why this movie is ultimately like loved so much is it, they change so much. And also, sequels weren't really big when this movie. Because well, when the first out. Star Wars movie came out, if it ended and there was never a Star Wars movie after that, it'd be a good movie. Yeah, it, they they blow up the bad guys. Vader flies away. You can just assume he's dead. Mm -hmm. You can assume Sidious was blown up on the ship or something. You, yeah, you whatever. Can assume we didn't even things. we didn't even have his name yet. Yeah, we just saw like the dark figure. We can mm -hmm. assume that it ended. They got the award. Peace among worlds over. again. I mean, yeah. that that's what I thought. Like when yeah. I first saw that movie, and, and then, then my the dad was like, one. "There's another one." Yeah, I'm you like, see the second one, and they lead one. into we have to go do stuff. There's still stuff we have to do. Vader's still out there. Sidious is still out there. He wasn't on the Death Star. Han Solo is now trapped, and he's getting. He's going to be stuck with Jabba, who we saw in think, this one. I don't even think they call him Darth Sidious in the original trilogy. I think, I think he's, he's just the Emperor. The Emperor. Yeah, he's yeah. not Darth Sidious until the prequels. Yeah, he doesn't even have Because he has Emperor. his own Darth name, because that's their whole like thing. Mm -hmm. Like Darth Tyrannus instead of Count Dooku. Yeah, but I, I'll, ultimately, I think that this movie is really good. I mean, oh, yeah. it's, it's well, one of my favorite it's ones. Well I think it's deserved. my number two or three. On yeah, list. it's well deserved for all of the love and praise that it's gotten from so many. Even other when people. we were talking over stuff and like you know talking about politics or talking about like our girlfriends and stuff, like we were still paying attention to the movie and like, oh, this is a great scene. And we stopped talking for like ten minutes, watched the scene, we quote some of the lines. Mm -hmm. Like even if we're not paying attention, we still know everything's happening because it's such a good like concise film with no like, oh, that's a weird plot thread. That's weird. That's happening. Why don't they do this? Like, <laughs> in, whole, in, in every other movie, I think besides this one. A lot of the Star Wars movies have, like, a lot of just, like, random bullshit. Like, mm -hmm. here's this. Why is this happening? Here's this. Yeah, everyone's kind of doing something meaningful in mm -hmm. this movie. Like they, Everyone's the got something to do. At even, the beginning, even you're something the Empire, do. right? In the middle, Luke's like, I need to go train to become a Jedi. Mm -hmm. And Han and Leia are like, we need to we're get away from stuff. the Empire yeah. and do rebel stuff, right? It's like, that's what we're doing. But, Chewie, but characters are doing things, right? So, yeah. and, and then it ultimately culminates when everybody comes back together at and the Cloud end. City. And you love that stuff. Yeah. So... 
Yeah, I think it was a, a really lot of good hero's movie. journey stuff. I'm definitely excited to watch and talk about Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I haven't seen that that's, one. A bit that's going to be a fun one. But uh, yeah, how about you? What's your takeaway from this? Still one of the best Star Wars movies like they've ever made. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get me wrong, I still love Rogue One the best. It might change when we rewatch it because I might go, oh, that's kind of dumb, that's lame. But I just love watching that movie and it ends on such a sour. Well, well note. that movie, like, oh. that movie is very tight altogether. Because yeah. it, it's it's a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Is it a good Star Wars movie? That's up for debate because you have some gripes with it as well as anybody. Well, because you could easily put the plot of that movie in like. Our setting, right? Yeah. And instead of the Death Star, it's just like a space a station. station. Yeah, that Elon Musk is doing. Yeah, Elon like, Musk. Evil Elon. Space, he's the bad guy, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's my thing with that movie. It's like Darth Vader showing up at the end is like the most Star Warsy. It kind of feels. Yeah. And even I mean, when we hear about battle, Jedi's and stuff, and yeah, even like when they're having that battle on the beach, it's yeah. just like this is like a war movie. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen this in other movies. Yeah, it's that's cool. what it's a heist and a war movie all thrown into one. You know, that's what I think I like. That's what I like about Star Wars, right? Is you have little wizards. You have man with magic sticks, right? And you got You got fucking force magic. It's cool. There's just a bunch of different things happening. But that's what episode so five when, is. So when you focus on a movie that's <laughs> like just the people mm-hmm. doing people things, yeah. it's like cool. Yeah. It's not what I want to see. But that's why I like the Mandalorian because you got like Grogu in there and he's doing that stuff. But I also love the callbacks like to the Clone Wars and, and this stuff. And yeah, there's a lot people. of things to love in there, but... But that's what episode. That's just preference. Yeah, but that's episode five is the most Star Wars movie ever. I think because like we have all the Force training. We have like the we have the training officially the training. We have Vader shows a, up a version for a sword of training, fight. Yeah, I think. well we have yeah. the training that we know. Yeah, we have gunfights, sword fights. We have spaceship battles. We have bounty hunters that are included. Mm-hmm. More plot for Han Solo who doesn't come in until fifty minutes in the first one, but he's in the entire time here. Yeah, the, pre- like not the prequels are very much just focused on the Jedi. Yeah. It's like we have that. The really, prequels is only Jedi's and politics. We have that this one really is like cool everybody. space battle at the beginning of Episode Three, mm-hmm. but most of the actual notable fights involve a lightsaber. It's because there's no you, you like, Django side Fett and Obi one. Yeah. It's like only one guy has a blast. Yeah, there's no side people like. In this one, it's a princess with some force sensitivity, maybe, mm-hmm. which we find out later, yes. And she never even uses yeah. a lightsaber in and, all those movies. And then we see Luke, who's the Jedi, so we have a Jedi character. Mm-hmm. And then we have our scruffy nerf herder, and we have his sidekick co-pilot. We have two droids who've been around for a while who know things. We have other, like, bounty hunters, and Lando shows up, and we have evil emperors and stormtroopers. In the first one, we just have everybody's a space wizard. Or you're a clone of Jango Fett. That's mm-hmm. it. There's no, like, side characters that are cool besides, like, Jimmy Schmitz, who yeah. is Organa at that point. And you know me. I love the prequels. And that's why when I sat down and watched Episode 7 for the first time, I was like, you know, I love they the prequels. They give us everybody, though. I was like, but this is really nice. It's a new This hope. feels like an original Star Wars movie. Like, this actually feels like Star Wars, well, right? Because 7 is Like, this is a movie Jedi, that a lot of people trooper, are going to love. Scruffy guy. And then 8 that's came out, and it was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because like, going on what I was saying before, like, you have... You're in in this because uh, a lot of people compare Seven to a New Hope. Yeah, you have. Well, that's a fair comparison. Yeah, because it's the, it's the same. I didn't see it when movie. I was watching the movie the first time. No, no, no. I, I needed somebody to bring it to yeah. my attention. But even still, I think there's enough well, they give things you the three they that give I you, like it. They give you Jedi. They give you traitor, and then they give you scruffy pilot. You have all of those. And I wouldn't say Finn is the, the traitor. Uh, he's the traitor, but like I wouldn't say Leia is a traitor, but Leia and Finn play essentially the same role in this. They are like the grounding force of something's fucked up in the galaxy. Han Solo doesn't care, and that's what you get for Poe Dameron. He's got a little bit of the Leia qualities, but he's mostly a Han Solo character. Mm-hmm. Rey is all Luke. He's just Luke. Yeah. She comes from nothing, and she's on the sand planet, and then she discovers this whole big happening, and she leaves. Mm-hmm. But Finn and Leia have a very weird comparison 
because like I said, like Leia has some some Finn, uh, Poe and Leia have some similarities, but he's the Han Solo character. Mm-hmm. But you have the Han Solo sensibilities from Finn in with the Leia like you know this is all fucked up. What's going on? Mm-hmm. So it, it's weird how you got to compare everything, but. And then Tom and Chewie show up anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, but Sorry we keep drawing on about other movies. It's Empire. A, uh, Empire. Hey, man, they're all connected. Yeah. Where did Empire sit on your rankings? It was like number uh, three number or five? Four, I think. It was in your top five, I know that. Yeah, I think it was number four. Yeah. <sighs> Anything you have to close before we end the show? I got nothing else to really talk about. I feel like we, you know, encompassed all the Empire talk. One of the best movies, well written, very tightly directed by um, not George Lucas, which I found out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we said with like some of the screenplay stuff was cool with how Boba notices Luke and then like hides yeah. around the corner. Like, there's yeah. a lot of like good movie qualities in this. And I think that's why people say it's the best. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that there's really much more else for us to say that exactly. hasn't been said before. Yeah. Everybody who watches. <laughs> and also not by us. Like, yeah, we've said it. <laughs> everybody who watches the Star Wars movies that doesn't like Star Wars probably thinks that this is the best. This one. is my dad's favorite movie. Yeah. He watches everything. I don't think he watched all the kids, like the Clone Wars and Rebels and stuff, but mm-hmm. he's watched like all the movies like millions of times. He's like, he likes the comics and stuff. But he's like, this is my favorite movie. I think it's because he likes the Hoth stuff a lot, mm-hmm. and so do I. I love like, um, like Snow Planet video games or Snow Planet like levels and games as much as like people hate those and like you know, uh, platformers and stuff. It's always the ice level, but like I like the ice aesthetic. Like it's cold, it's haunting. You never know what's gonna come out and get you. you can die of hypothermia. Like and we get that all in the beginning, like 20, 30 minutes of. Is Luke gonna die right now? Cause he got attacked by a Wampa during a blizzard. Yeah, <laughs> like this is bad. I, I think every Star Wars movie kind of has these like scenes that yeah. are very iconic. Like New Hope has obviously when Obi Wan dies and Luke looking out at the twin. Yeah, they sun. have the Death Star uh, right? scene. This movie has the when Luke gets his hand cut off. That's everybody knows that. Classic. Even if you don't like Star Wars, you know, you know about yeah. I am your father. Everyone knows about. Even that. if it's misquoted, you know. Return of the Jedi has the entire throne room scene. Yeah. It's like every, it has the opening just, and the closing. Yeah, just, yeah, the beginning and the end. <laughs> like the middle's cool, but like the beginning is the Boba as the uh, the Jabba scene, and the end is the Sidious fight, and that is like a whole like second that's a, favorite that's Star a Wars movie right there. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's just one of those iconic movies that I love. Yeah, even uh, if you're not a Star Wars fan, you can watch this movie. Even if you haven't seen, you can actually watch this movie without knowing what episode four is and still grasp the plot and what's going on. Yeah, it's a decent fair. standalone movie by itself, just like how Rogue One is. And even though Rogue One is set as a standalone movie, mm. same with Solo. But like if you watch A New Hope, it ends on a happy note, like we said. That could be a standalone. But if you watch Empire, you're introduced to these characters. They say each other's names immediately, so they refresh you. Mm. And like you, you don't need to have like your opening movie to just watch episode five. If you just watch episode five, it's a standalone movie. Mm-hmm. Because it has all the action you need. It has a dour ending with sequel potential, as opposed to the first one, which ends on, like, you know, everybody getting a medal except for Chewie. I will say, I think you miss out, though, on a lot of that relationship between Luke and Vader, right? Because... Well, there's not really uh, a lot of relationship in the first one. Well, no, in episode four. Or uh, episode five, right? I'm saying five Because a a lot of it is, um... It's predicated on Luke's knowledge of who Anakin Skywalker yeah. and Darth Vader are and we learned that in episode 4. Yeah, that's the only I, thing I think it could take I think over that and throw it scene, into the Dangle Boss. I think, yeah, I think clear. that scene would be like if they could adapt that into episode yeah. 5 in some way. Because Ben could even still be a, a ghost way. without like you don't have to know um, Ben's a ghost from the first movie. You can just be like, oh, some Force guy is talking to the Jedi. That's mm. cool. 
I, I do think that episode four does a lot to establish. Oh yeah, you need though, episode so. four for like the lore, but if you just want a good yeah, standalone if you just want movie, to show just somebody five. a movie, just yeah. show them five. Yeah. I made a mistake of showing Christina episode one first. I just showed Courtney the first. Uh, she's seen all. She's seen the original Star Wars movies, and her dad. She texted her dad that night, like I finally saw episode one, and her dad was like, "I've shown you episode one and two through three, and she was like, "Oh, <laughs> she obviously didn't remember episode oof. one. <laughs> <laughs> Big oof. Yeah, so. You know, she's seen 90% of the Star Wars movies. Mm -hmm. But, like, showing her episode one, Phantom Menace, ooh, that's a bad one. Because it was just, it's, the opening is great. Yeah. And the ending is phenomenal. But you the middle is You were about one so thing, slow. Master. The negotiations were short. I love Obi-Wan. You and McGregor, dude. dude. He can't, knocks that out. Can't wait to get there. We, we get only a little bit of sass from Alec Guinness in these three movies. Yeah. The original. But then in the first one, they really established Obi-Wan Kenobi to be kind of a douche. He's like a dickhead. Yeah, he's he's not like answer. a bad guy. He's a dickhead. He's very arrogant in the yeah. first movie. And he's he's even in the second him. movie, he's just mad that Anakin won't listen to him. Yeah, because he's like, ah. Like, uh, he's like, I listen to Qui-Gon. Why can't he listen to me? He's like, I did everything Qui-Gon told me. Why do you question me so much? But that's maybe what that's that's what a lot of the Jedi stuff is though, like questioning. Yeah, Obi Wan was like essentially like a foundling. He was brought into this life because he was force sensitive, and then like but Anakin was brought into child. it as in like a like a, a teenager essentially. Yeah, he's ten, but like most Padawans are brought in really young. Yeah, when they're like five, two years old. Yeah, two, two to five three. is when they get brought in. Yeah, and then we see Obi Wan, who's like, I was raised to not question this order that I'm part of. Well, Anakin's like what the fuck is this? Like, this is so weird. It's unfair. <laughs> they're, they're like, on all the Republic planets, like, because they, uh, they said that to Anakin. They're just like, If you had been born in the Republic systems, then we would have picked you up at a very young age because yeah. presumably when they're born, they do like, it's your standard midichlorian test that's <laughs> on all the Republic registries so yeah. we can tell the Jedi if your child is eligible yeah, to join the cult. when you're born in the hospital, they probably go, no midichlorians, you're good. Your child, you're good. <laughs> Oops. Midichlorians, your kid's gonna get inducted into a cult in about a month. <laughs> he's gonna live a very fast and dangerous life. Get ready for Order 66, guys. What? Yep, you're never gonna see your kid again. Remember Cal Kestis? Yeah. Trauma. <laughs> Star Wars is fucking cool. <laughs> All right. Well, so on that note, let's close out the show. Sounds good to me. This has been Farthest Galaxy, a Star Wars podcast. You can follow the podcast at Farthest Galaxy on Instagram to keep up to date with the episodes as they release and what we'll, we'll be covering as the time goes on. Uh, you can follow me, Hunter, at Scruffy Moose Man. And you can follow Alex at the Dude Kenobi on Instagram. Just hit us up on that. We have Twitters, but I don't really use Twitter that much. I use and, Twitter just for memes. Yeah, exactly. Like in pictures. If you send a Star Wars memes on Twitter, yeah. well, well appreciated. Yeah, man. but you can also do it on Instagram. Instagram's yeah. the big one. Yeah. So for definitely sure. hit us up. Uh, give the show like, review, ratings, whatever you can do. I know we're not on every platform right now as of the day we're recording this, but we are trying to do it through Anchor, and they're trying to push us through. I had to do like a little dispute with Apple because our logo uh, had some copyright thing in it, and I was like, dispute? No, it doesn't. Because it's it's not like I took a picture of the Mandalorian or of no. Luke, and I was like. It's, it's just the text style. It's, it's the text style. And they it's, think it's, we're it's just the taking the. They think you're taking the Star Wars logo yeah, and just slapping it. Because the font I got is too good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just the generic uh, Star Wars looking yeah. font. That's if they send me a better dispute and like a better reason, like oh, you can't make it say a Star Wars podcast in the middle, because that was like, I stole that from like I didn't steal that a Star Wars podcast. I stole like the way it's set up. Yeah. Like, Farthest Galaxy. Star Wars podcast from like the movies we've seen. I still feel like putting in a Star Wars podcast is fine. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there are there are YouTube channels out there that literally have Star Wars. Star in their Wars name, theory, and they're monetized. Yeah, Star yeah. Wars theory, and I, I and we love Star Wars. Oh theory. yeah, we love that guy. But but <laughs> like, come on, 
Yeah, there's a podcast called Star Wars Stuff. Cut us a break. Also great, but still, yeah. come on. Yeah. Cut us some slack. Give us a little slack. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're just two dudes talking about how much we love Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, so we will see you guys next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, unless I change it to 8 o'clock or whenever I post it. Definitely check it out. I kind of want to get it before people go to work so they can watch it on their commute mm-hmm. or listen to it on their commute. So 10 o'clock is a bad time to post it, but 10 o'clock is like, it's... it's, it's you know, it's not Listen to it on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to it on wherever you guys can. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you guys next time for Return of the Jedi, Episode yeah. 3, Episode 6. Yeah. <laughs> see you guys. Bye.